When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, homies? Man, this is some good-ass weed, yo. Homeboy likey. This shit's got me all chato and shit. Look at my eyes. Can you see my eyes? I can see my eyes. Anyway, joke time. You know, I used to open my comedy sets with this joke. I wish the rapture would happen, just so there would be less traffic. <laughs> of all the things I wish for, when the lotto, peace on earth, an average sized dick, God gives me the fucking rapture. <laughs> and not even the full rapture either. Just pestilence. <laughs> Ain't that about a bitch? And you know what's even more bullshit? As this pandemic winds down, guess what's also coming back? Traffic. <laughs> So it looks like we're balls deep in sports season again. You know who I think the most annoying sports fans are? All of them. <laughs> One of those annoying fans are the fans that say golf is a sport. Man, fuck golf. That's right. I said it. Fuck golf. You know why? Because it's a game for rich people. Yeah, it's a game. Not a fucking sport, like some would like to call it. <laughs> you know how I know it's a game and not a sport? Because Donald Trump's ancient fat ass can play a full round of golf seven days in a row and not die from a heart attack. And we all know that event is coming. For reasons. And I won't get into it, but golf is not a fucking sport. 
it's a game. It's like darts or billiards. And I don't care if it's in the Olympics. Curling! Curling is in the Olympics. And that's a game played by dads in polos and hats. What's next? Shuffleboard? Is that going to be an Olympic sport too? I mean, you can play golf while fucking injured. You don't believe me? Tiger Woods won the US Open playing with his left knee missing an ACL along with two fucking stress fractures in his left tibia. Meanwhile, LeBron James was benched indefinitely because of his fucking ankle. And what? You want to call it a sport because you keep score? Your girlfriend or boyfriend keeps score of all the dumb fucking shit you've done. Is that a sport too? Maybe if you're a dumbass and love being a fuck up. Maybe, but no. It's not a fucking sport, you dirtbag. And these so-called athletes walk everywhere. That is, they're walking when they're not riding around in a golf cart. You see any other sport where the athletes are driven around in tiny electric cars to take their next fucking shot? No! No, you don't. You know why? Because they wouldn't be called sports if they did that. Can you imagine a running back in the NFL getting handed the ball and then hops into his golf cart to the end zone? In fact, the only time you see real athletes driven in golf carts is when they get injured. And you don't even have to be in peak physical condition to play golf. How many fat motherfuckers smoking cigars and drinking whiskey do you see on the links? Huh? Riddle me that. Batman. Not to mention, they're bad for the environment. They're such a waste of fucking space. You know what I see when I see a golf course? An unused paintball field. Like I said, fuck golf. But golf fans are still not the most annoying ones. I'll tell you who the most annoying fans are. It's these diehard fans. You know the ones, the thick and thin fans, the bury me in my casket with my team's colors and the logo emblazoned on it. You know, the really true fans. Personally, I don't think you're a true fan unless you've masturbated to your team in front of your TV. on game day, just before the game starts. Oh, to you, my football gods, I give this offering! Ah. <laughs> and it feels like everyone has a favorite team. Like you. What's your favorite team? Houston Astros. You know who my favorite team is? The team that can cover the spread. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be there with you, cheering and jeering. But I have something more valuable on the line than my pride in the team and bragging rights. 
my money. I shouldn't be gambling, though. Not because I'm broke, but because I suck at it. Serious shit. I personally think it's a curse. Let me explain. If I pick a team in a game to win, that team will win. But if I bet money on that team, that team will lose. It's so bad that if my friends have their favorite team playing that weekend, they beg me to bet on the opposite team. (laughs) And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just not broke. I'm in debt. talking shitty credit in debt you ever owe back child support don't I do not recommend it it is a bad idea the USDA the United States Department of Agriculture says it costs nearly a quarter of a million dollars to raise a kid. I have three. (laughs) You know how some people collect expensive cars or expensive watches? I used to collect (laughs) ex-wives. But that started getting expensive. So now I'm stuck collecting pocket change. When I got my taxes done this year, the bean counter asked me if I had had my identity stolen. I told him, I wish someone would. (laughs) I've got so much debt and my credit score is so low, I want someone to steal my identity. (laughs) Let them put some money on that shit. (laughs) And it's not bad enough that I'm broke and in debt. I'm also old. I'm old enough now that I can have a midlife crisis. I just can't afford it. I have to put that shit on layaway. Maybe when I'm 80, I can enjoy that shit. And I can't even think about retirement. At the rate I'm saving money, when people ask me, when do you plan on retiring? I tell them, oh, you know, sometime after I'm dead. (laughs) In fact, I was talking to a friend of mine who's the same age as me. I know I don't look it because I'm trying out this new dad bod trend, (laughs) but I'm in my 40s and I'm telling my friend, Dude, why aren't you having a midlife crisis? And he's like, because I'm happy. I have a wonderful kids. I have a wonderful wife and a great job. I told him, you should be buying a Ferrari. You should have two girlfriends. You should be fucking them and driving them around like your life's going to end tomorrow. And this food tells me, I already have two Ferraris. So I tell him, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Give me a Ferrari. And I'll have your midlife crisis for you. (laughs) 
Speaking of getting old, have you ever had to take a nap because you woke up tired? I wrote that question down in my joke book, and I don't even remember what happened to me to write that down. All I know is I probably told myself, man, I'm tired from all that sleeping. I better take a nap. I turned 44 this year. Woo! <laughs> I see someone's excited I'm one year closer to death. I turned 44 this year. And I know that doesn't sound old, but I fucking feel old. When you're old, every morning, it's like a competition. It's you against death. The whole process of living now is just trying not to get dead. When you wake up, you're just glad you didn't wake up dead. Sometimes, depending on the night you had before, you're surprised you're not dead. But you gotta check your blood pressure to make sure you're not supposed to be dead. And when you're happy, that you're not dead, you spend the rest of the day trying not to get dead. <laughs> I'm at that point in my life when friends ask, what did you do last night? And I answer with, oh, you know, I cooked a light dinner, watched a documentary, and played around with blood pressure monitors. <laughs> what did you do? Like I said, I don't look it. But when you're trying to figure out whether a digital blood pressure machine is better than doing it the old-fashioned way, you're a fucking old person. <laughs> but let me tell you, I'm still young in my head. Like, my old ass still tries to do shit that I used to do when I was younger. I used to be able to run three miles, easy. Now, now I feel like if I make it to the end of three miles without my heart exploding in my chest, that's a fucking win. <laughs> Serious shit. Getting old is bullshit. When I work out consistently, I feel fan-fucking-tastic. I feel so good that I feel like I can fuck all day and fuck all night and repopulate the planet all by myself. But if I take a break from working out, my body goes, Well, time to get old again. <laughs> and let me tell you what else sucks about getting old. Like the other day, I was drying my balls off in the shower. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck I did, but somehow, my old dumbass hurt my back. And of course... The first thought that goes through my head wasn't go to the hospital. It was, this better not affect my thrusting ability. <laughs> you know what though? As I get older, I'm finding that I have less and less patience. Like when people don't answer my question. Like I'll ask a simple yes or no question, and the person will start going off on some tangent I don't give a shit about. 
probably won't. When I was younger, I would just get glassy-eyed and let them ramble on while I fantasized about naked women and shit. But now that I'm getting older, I get fucking pissed. Like, that's not what I fucking asked. I asked a question that only has one of two possible answers. A yes or a fucking no. And the answer you gave me didn't contain either one of those answers. And the cojones on some of these people. Some people tell me, I answered your question. And I'm like, when? During your rambling? I don't know what question you were answering. But that shit didn't answer my question. It may have answered a question. But the question your rambling answered wasn't my question. Because my question only needed a yes or a fucking no. Then, of course, they want to argue. Because now they have to be right. Because fuck my question at this point, right? They'll say, I answered your question. So I tell them, you talked around my question, you danced with it, you finger fucked it blind, and then you tossed it out of a moving car onto the street like it was a Tinderella. Never once acknowledging my goddamn question. Then I just fucking give up. I got more years behind me than I do ahead of me, and I just don't have the time for this kind of bullshit. I guess what I'm trying to say is getting old really fucking sucks. Speaking about shit that sucks, do you know what else I think is bullshit? Marriage. Calm the fuck down. Hear me out. Whose idea was it to make that shit forever? Do you know how long forever is? Look at the person you're with in the eyes and tell yourself, forever. Yeah, that's a long ass time. And it's not like marriage is less work than dating. It's more work. And there's no escape. Because it's forever. Not only that, but you gotta get a license to get married. Why the hell do you need a license to be married? Marriage isn't like operating heavy machinery. And you sure as fuck don't need a marriage license to raise kids. So why do you need a license to be married? 
And why is it that you don't have to renew it? You have to renew your driver's license. You got a gun license. You got to renew that. Hell, some states even make you re-register to vote just to make sure you're not dead. Or some bullshit like that. But you don't have to renew your marriage license? I think that's bullshit. Every state should require you to renew your marriage license. What if you don't feel like being married to the person anymore? Huh? For you know, reasons. I know some of you have reasons. Reasons that are none of my business. But that you know are pretty good reasons that are making you want to turn to the person you're with and be like, uh, I'm afraid that's going to be a no for me. <laughs> Besides, do you know how expensive divorces are? Do you know how cutthroat they can be? Ask me. I know. I've been divorced three times. You heard, right? Three times. Can you imagine if you had to renew your marriage license every two years, how much easier that would be? She could be like, baby, did you remember to renew our marriage license? And you'd be like, huh? And then she would be all mad and shit and be like, nuh-uh. You did not forget to renew our marriage license. And you would be like, uh... When was that supposed to be? You know, really play stupid. And then she'll say, last week. And then, of course, you really, like, double down on the stupid. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> I thought that was next week. <laughs> and then, of course, that's when you know you've won. You know what? I'm not even going to have this discussion with you. We ain't married anymore. <laughs> As of right now, we are roommates. I don't have to put up with this shit. You can sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> see what I'm saying? I know that sounds kind of shitty, but I see that as a win-win for all parties. <laughs> shit. You know there are motherfuckers out there in the audience right now or watching this shit going, I'd be counting the days. Think about it. When you're dating, everything is cool. Sort of. What's yours is yours, and what's theirs is theirs. Right? Baby. If you move in together, you get a dog or cat, and you have to share your fur child. Share the rent, groceries, you know, shit you both use. When you get married, all that shit changes. If you're a penis haver, all your shit is hers now. 
if you're a vagina haver, all his shit is yours. You think I'm kidding. Think of any manly thing you can think of. You know, like carpentry. Guess what? You're gonna make shelves. For the family. You like trucks? Honey, can we go to Ikea? Or, baby, I saw this couch on Craigslist. There you are, driving to some fool's house to pick up their trash. Because that's what it is. Trash. And you know it's trash. Because this fool's missus probably got him to buy a new ass couch. So they had to throw the old one out. And your missus got your poor ass to go pick it up. And you have to do it. Because you're the man. You know what else I think is bullshit? Raps. I don't know what kind of weed these hipsters are smoking. But a rap is a salad burrito. I walked into one of these hipster joints and told them I wanted their chicken salad burrito. This motherfucker had the nerve to tell me, we don't sell burritos here, sir. And I was like, what are you talking about? There it is right there. Chicken salad burrito. This fool looked back at the menu and started laughing. And when he turned back around, this fucker had the cojones to tell me that it was a rap. Seriously? I told this fool, you can't lie to me. I'm Mexican. I know a burrito when I see one. And since I'm running off at the mouth saying controversial shit about food, let's talk about pineapple pizza. Why are you groaning? Like you know where this is going. Listen, if you're one of these trolls that has to shit all over pineapple pizza because Gordon Ramsay said so, all I have to say is fuck you. I love pineapple pizza. You want to know why? Because I'm a grown-ass man. I'll eat my pizza however the fuck I want. There's no rules for pizza. If I feel like eating pizza two girls in a cup style, God damn it, I'm gonna eat my pizza two girls and a cup style. I'll even slap some tapatio on it. So it's more manly for you punk-ass bitches. Yeah, I know. I see some of you wincing at that. You're right. That did take a sharp, dark turn into an anal cavity you were not expecting. You know what I don't understand? People that get high at work. I couldn't do that shit. It's work. I don't want to feel good. I want to feel the bitterness and misery that comes with a job that's slowly grinding down your soul to a fine powder and squeezing every ounce of life out of your slowly withering body. 
And speaking of smoking weed, I read some shit that said that there has never been a recorded case of overdosing on weed. True shit. That shit said someone would have to smoke 680 kilograms of weed in 15 minutes to induce a lethal dose. If you're like me, an American who doesn't know jack shit about the metric system. <laughs> according to Google, 680 kilograms equals more than a thoroughbred racehorse. That's a lot of fucking weed. If a motherfucker smoked that much weed in 15 minutes, that son of a bitch deserves to die for not sharing that shit. You know what I think is bullshit? Fur babies. Like just the idea of calling your pet a fur baby. Like a cat. That thing's a kitten for like what, a year? And then it's officially a murder death machine? Or how about a dog? It's a puppy for how long? Two years? If you die in your house and no one finds out let me tell you something about your fur child. <laughs> that thing is going to get hungry. And it's going to make an executive decision. <laughs> How many cats you got, Karen? Five? Nine? Your cats better die before you do. Because if you die in your house and no one finds out, your cats are gonna look at you and be like, So, um, uh, we're hungry. This bitch is dead. Let us pray. You know what's fucked up, though? I've been on this spinning rock for 44 god-awful fucking years. And I realize that humans suck. I'm not the only one either. I read an article that surveyed a bunch of people, and most of them said that they would rather save a dog's life than a human's life. Ain't that some shit? I don't blame them. <laughs> human beings do fucking suck. You ever been to a public restroom after a bunch of humans have used it? It's like no one has ever housebroken these fucking animals. <laughs> they piss all over the floor. Then somehow, some of these humans have evolved a 45 degree asshole. Because there's no other logical explanation as to how they got shit on the back of the toilet. And they don't wash their hands. Ugh. Human beings suck. I have a theory though. Because I don't want to believe that all the human beings in the world suck. I have been working on a theory about humanity. It's a working theory. Not to be confused with the hypothesis. Those are two different animals. Google that shit. Or ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. I call my theory the handful of assholes theory. I'm serious. This is science, people. <laughs> I have been to the other side of this spinning rock and I have met all kinds of people. It shouldn't surprise you that most people, 
like 90% of them want the same shit that you want. Serious shit, people. This is science. (laughs) They want what you want. A decent job with a decent wage that doesn't suck too much or too little. Because people are weird like that. A roof to live under, preferably with some kind of air conditioning or heater. A full stomach. And someone they can fuck on a regular basis. (laughs) Then you know, there's family, friends, traveling, whatever. (laughs) It's science. (laughs) Now all that shit I've described doesn't sound like too much to ask for, right? Well, as we all know, there's always a handful of assholes that always, always, always fuck shit up for everybody else. (laughs) Can't bring your floofy murder death machine fur child into the store? Handful of assholes ruin that shit for you. (laughs) Can't drink a beer on the beach? Handful of assholes. (laughs) No sex in public? Handful of assholes. You can't even get a last meal if you're on death row in Texas. You heard right. If you're on death row in Texas, you will not be getting a last meal. Because some asshole that didn't want to receive his just desserts for dragging a black man behind his pickup truck for three miles ordered a shit ton of food. And when they brought it to him, refused to eat a single bite thinking that he had found a loophole to keep him from getting executed. And it's always some dumbass that thinks he's the smartest fucker alive that ruins it for the rest of us. I'm telling you, handful of assholes. It's science. And speaking of assholes, how the fuck do you wake up one morning and just believe the earth is fucking flat? Didn't we all go to school for 12 godforsaken years with maps of the world and globes all around us? Weren't we the country that put motherfuckers on the moon? We all know we've been going to space for decades. Decades. And in the 21st fucking century, out of left fucking field, there are people who believe the earth is fucking flat. I'm so ready for an asteroid to hit us. I really am. I'm not going to get into the physics of why these people are so wrong. But I will say that they believe that all the other planets orbiting around the giant hot ball of gas we call the sun are round. Really? Really? What makes Earth so fucking special? Because we're on it? Let me tell you something about the Earth. That bitch is trying to kill all of us. You think I'm kidding. Like the other day, I went hiking with the fam. That's how the kids say it now, right? The fam? Anyway, all the chicks were wearing tennis shoes and the dudes were wearing some form of boot. You know, to protect their feet from rocks and bugs and broken glass and all other manner of shit that can seriously fuck you up. When out of the ether, some dude runs past us barefoot. That's right, I said it. This fool was running. 
barefoot. No shoes, no socks, not even flip-flops. Nothing! Just raw-dogging nature like it was his bitch to do with what he pleased. I wanted to stop him and tell him, Dude, don't you know? Nature's trying to kill you. When you're in nature, every fucking day is test day. And when a bear or a squirrel or some other manner of dangerous beast shows up, pop quiz, motherfucker. <laughs> Serious shit. As I'm sure you've heard, a popular thing to do in LA is to go hiking. It's still relatively dangerous, even in a city like LA. You know why? Because nature fucking sucks. <laughs> None of us can barely make it through a hike in Griffith Park without the fear of being attacked by a mountain lion or being surprised ambushed by a rattlesnake or fucking up an ankle on a rock. <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to walk the quarter mile back to civilization, huh? What if I'm injured and shit and I need to take a shit? Someone better send SEAL Team 6 to come get my ass. And people who love camping are the worst. Do you know there are people who will trek out for days to pitch a tent in the wilderness with wild animals all around them? And these lunatics think it's great. I would barely go glamping in a log cabin let alone a bougie RV. Camping is bullshit. You want me to voluntarily extricate myself away from every modern convenience I have been raised with and go out into the wild to rough it for pleasure? I'm sorry. Are you high? What fucking drugs are you people on? Is that what not getting your daily dose of smog does to you? Does it instinctively make you yearn to return to the days of our ancient savage hunting and gathering days? <laughs> but homeboy, we belong in nature. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you mean you want me to go out there and compete with other apex predators for territory, resources, and nourishment? <laughs> You want me to shit in a hole in the ground using leaves for toilet paper? You want me to put myself at the mercy of all the insects that want to feed on me and possibly infect me with some bullshit man hasn't seen since the fucking Stone Age? I've watched Survivor Man. I've watched I Shouldn't Be Alive. Fuck that. I'd rather be murdered for pocket change by a homeless meth junkie. <laughs> At least there's more dignity in that than being eaten by a fucking bear. <laughs> you know what happened to me the other day? I was getting stoned out of my mind with my homie Chino and I came to the sad realization that Bigfoot 
doesn't exist. Can you believe that? It's like finding out La Chupacabra isn't real. Serious shit. Now, if you still believe in Bigfoot, I'm going to have to ask you to earmuff it for me. Because I'm about to spit some truth. I don't need you complaining to the booker. I came for a comedy show. I didn't come to have my fantasy world crumble down. America's homeboy ruined my life. Are we ready? First, let's ignore the fact that everyone has a fucking smartphone with a camera on it and Bigfoot has managed to somehow not photobomb anybody. I mean, that should have happened by now, right? I mean, we got military pilots chasing UFOs out over the ocean and shit, but no Bigfoot? Second, if there really was a Bigfoot, don't you think that he would have been caught by now? Serious shit. Look at coyotes. That's a wild dog. Think about how smart that fucker is. Those things will eat your cats and floofy rat dogs. And they'll always find ways into your chicken coops if you got them. Just ask Joe Rogan about that shit. So you mean to tell me Bigfoot isn't smarter than coyotes? Bigfoot would be raiding campsites and digging through garbage. Do you know how much food we throw out every day? If I was Bigfoot, I'd say, fuck foraging. Foraging is for the birds. I'm gonna go see what that fat ass raccoon is up to. Hell yeah. You don't think those restaurants out in the boonies don't throw away good food? Fuck yeah they do. Think about how picky kids are. I don't like this. I'm full. I don't want any more. Fuck those starving kids in Africa. I'm done. Man. Bigfoot would be like, yeah. Fuck them kids in Africa. <laughs> Give me the plate. Shit. Bigfoot would crawl out of the forest and get a job at the diner just to eat them leftovers off the plate. Can you imagine that shit? Bigfoot with a job. Uh, Mr. Bigfoot. Can you step into my office? You see Bigfoot facing the HR lady, barely fitting in a chair and shit. Listen, we've been getting complaints from the customers 
that they've been macing items off their plates. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to assign blame. It's just that customers have been complaining. You see Bigfoot hang his head in shame and shit? We've also had some reports from staff that you've been eating food out of the garbage cans. You see Bigfoot starting to cry and shit? Listen. We're going to have to ask you to clean out your locker. Ain't that some shit? Bigfoot getting fired? I'm telling you, it's a sad day in America when you learn Bigfoot isn't real. And let's talk about this Loch Ness Monster. This thing's been around since 1933. You mean to tell me this thing is still alive? <laughs> Come on. And it was already full grown by then. Paleontologists have guessed that dinosaurs live about 70 to 80 years. Don't worry. I've done the math for you. <laughs> we are living in the year 2021. If you subtract 1933 from that, you get one dead motherfucker. <laughs> you can check my math. It's right. Dead. And what about those aliens? The one thing that we're seeing that could actually be fucking real. The military keeps releasing more and more videos of UFOs flying in our skies and shit. Motherfuckers went out to Area 51 to do a massive Naruto run. <laughs> risking death <laughs> to get the US government to release that stuff. And it must have worked, but I still have questions. Where are they? What are they waiting for? Are they still abducting people to shove things up their asses? Are they secretly talking to Elon Musk? I bet you when they saw Elon's Tesla with the spaceman in it, the aliens were like, these motherfuckers are crazy. Look at them. They're sending fools up here to meet us in cars and shit. Or have we become too ghetto? Are we on a shithole planet? And here's the kick in the nuts. We all have smartphones now. Don't you think all of these fuckers would have ended up on YouTube? Or Vimeo? Or Worldstar? Give me something to believe, aliens. Give me something. I want to believe. We all want to believe. All right. I'm starting to get the munchies. And I can hear King Taco calling my order. 
Una carne asada burrito with four tacos. Yep, that's me. But before I go, I wanted to say, I suck at death. I recently had a high school classmate die. His name was Edgar Aranda. Well, technically, it's still Edgar Aranda. It's not like your name magically changes after you die, right? Anyway, we weren't close. I think we met twice after graduating high school. Once for sure, when we ran into each other to vote during Obama's first run for president. Yeah, that long ago. That was the last time I remember seeing him live in 3D and high definition. I remember he looked at me like I was an idiot. And he was right. I am an idiot. But his wife and I are friends on Facebook. And so I got to see his life through her eyes. How she experienced him. And he was a genuine, compassionate, and very giving person who loved his kids and his wife with all his heart and soul. And she made a post that he had passed. I didn't know what to do or say or feel because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I'm an honest idiot. Deep down, I know saying my condolences just isn't gonna cut it. Not for me. Saying sorry for your loss isn't cool for me either because it wasn't my fault. In the end, I said one of those and added anything my friends Ralph and Ed can help you with. We'll do our best to help. I know, very heartfelt, right? But that's really not me. I'm a let's hug kind of guy. Not inappropriately either. Although, when it comes to death, I'm such a bonobo chimp about it. I'm like, oh shit, we almost died. Let's fuck. Definitely me. Again, idiot. I'm such an idiot about death that when a coworker of mine died, her name is Bonica. When she died, all I could do was crack stupid jokes. Now before you think I'm a massive idiot, understand that Bonica was hilarious. She had a dream to be a comedy writer. She wanted to write scripts for all the comedies. I remember we were always cracking jokes whenever I would see her. The day that she died, I remember thinking it awkward that she was missing from her desk. When I went into her office later in the day, I saw her office mates were worried. So I did the only thing a true and concerned friend would do. I texted her. And what I texted was, Hey, are you still alive? <laughs> Your people are worried about you. Hey, how was I supposed to know she was dead? 
I'm not Nostradamus. Anyway, later that day, I found out that she had died in her sleep after having an epileptic seizure. Something I didn't know she had. But I couldn't stop thinking about that last text. And not because it was a terrible text to send. But because she would have thought it was one of the best and most ridiculous texts you could get after dying. And I know she would have laughed her ass off. We've all lost people in our lives. I've lost shipmates I served with in the Navy, high school friends, and co-workers. What I learned is there will never be enough words to express our condolences to the loved ones that are left behind. But they are appreciated. And I learned that one of the best things that we can do is to take that light that person had, take their torch and their life, and carry that with us as we move forward in our lives and live life for them. Thank you. You've been a great audience. Ship.